If I would say to you, you do not have any competitors, what would you say? Would you think, no, 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 I definitely do. Or would you say, oh, do you know what? There are some companies out there that do stuff similar to us, but not quite the same. Or would you be, like what happened to me this week, I was invited along to an event and before the event, a few days before the event, to be fair, somebody reached out to me and said, I'd rather you didn't come along because there's somebody there that does something similar to what you do. Now, I genuinely believe there is nobody on the planet that does what I do. Think about it. It would be impossible for anybody to do the exact same thing as me or the exact same thing as you. You've got the, the completely different skill set. You've got completely different experiences. You've had completely different books. You've had completely different interactions. You've got completely different clients. You've had completely different history in business. There is nobody that could be exactly the same as you. So if you are in business and you struggle to overcome objections about competitors or you feel like you have got competitors in the marketplace and you would like to create a marketplace of one so that you do not have any competitors, please stay tuned to today's show. If I said to you, that latest prospect that you've been dealing with, that you've been excited about working with, it's been going really well, you've had a couple of calls with them, you might have met them in person, you might have even pitched to them, you might be at the final stages of something. If that business said to you, oh, we are also talking to, you know, XYZ company, is that company somebody that you would be scared of? Like, is there somebody in your marketplace that does something similar to you that you think, oh, do you know what? If they're dealing with them, they're probably going to go with them. I'd like to think there isn't, but I know from experience that there are companies out there that feel like that. Now, two things are really important here. Firstly, if you've crafted your offer in such a way that it makes you stand out in the marketplace, you haven't got any competitors. And if you're selling a result and nobody else is selling that result, you genuinely are in a marketplace of one. So you do not need to fear anybody at all. The second thing is, if you genuinely feel like there is somebody out there that can provide something better than what you can provide, you are either in the wrong business or you just haven't put the time into your business to help your clients or your prospects to see the value that you can add. Now, don't compare your beginning. If you're new in business, do not compare your beginning with somebody else's middle or end. Like if you were to start selling mobile phones now and you're starting from scratch, you're not going to be able to compete with Apple from minute one, obviously. But there's stuff that you could do to solve a specific problem that certain types of people have to develop an offering that would solve a problem that is very, very niche for a few people that Apple might not be looking at because they're looking at a much more mass market, broad audience. So I wanted to talk to you about competitors. So this is what happened recently. Um, I was invited along to an event. Well, somebody said to me, this event might be good. Do you want to come along? I said, um, yeah, maybe. And I don't go to that many events, to be fair. I said, yeah, maybe, because I'm actually in, I'm in town at that time. So yeah, it would work quite well. And somebody else that was also there said, well, actually, we've got this call beforehand. We could do that call together and then we could go along to that. So I was like, okay. So I popped in my diary and thought, you know what, if nothing else comes up, I'll go along. Anyway, the person that had kindly offered to invite me along, it was an event for like marketing agencies and it was sponsored by apparently a sales training company that I've never heard of. And even when I tried to find them online, couldn't find them anywhere. Couldn't even find them on LinkedIn or anything. Um, anyway. Um, didn't really think anything of it. Thought, yeah, well, yeah, if I'm about, I'll go along. Anyway, the person that I'd, I'd kindly offered to sort an invite messaged me yesterday and said, I tried to get you an invite, but unfortunately, um, the person that's um, organising it thinks it's a bit too close to what they do, so they'd rather you didn't come along. <laughs> I thought straight away, I thought, do you know what? Like, I couldn't care less, because obviously I wasn't definitely going anyway. But it's made me think how mental it is that there are people out there 
that are scared of their competitors. Like if you're if you're going to an event or you're running an event, are you genuinely thinking that everybody is going to be at that event is going to be wanting to use your services right now? So if one of your competitors is there, they're going to take some work that you weren't going to get anyway. I'm sorry to break it to you if you're just working this out, but that is not how the world works and how the world of business works. If you are thinking that you were going to go to an event or arranging an event and your your prospects are just going to flood to that event and think, where do I sign? I want to start working with you immediately. That is not the way business works. Obviously, you have to build a relationship with people and you have to get them to understand what it is that you do. They have to make sure that they understand that you understand them. Okay, it's it's, it's mental. So anyway, I wanted to... I wanted to um, record an episode just to, to help you with this because you might be coming in from one side or the other. So if you were a, um, so we do it from a, if you were purchasing a service from a business, like what would you think of a business if they were worried about you meeting one of their competitors? So if you, I don't know, so if you're, I don't know, you use phones, phones before, don't we? if you're buying a phone um, and the company that you were buying the phone from was saying, oh, so yeah, would you like to go ahead? And you said, oh, no, no, I've actually got a couple of other people I'm speaking to, but, you know, I'm going to make a decision by Friday. And they might ask, well, who are the people or who are the businesses? And you say the businesses and they, and, you know, you, I'm sure I've seen this in the past where their face almost drops when you say one of the names. Now, what would you think about a business if they were worried about whether or not you were going to speak to a specific competitor or not? Because to me, all it means is they can't be very good at what they do or they at least are not as good as the company that they are worried about you speaking to. But then if you look at it the other way, if you were the business, like to you, what is a competitor? Do you have competitors? Is it even possible to have competitors? And this is where when I train the the market offer sales framework, if you put yourself in a marketplace of one because you're solving a, a specific problem that only a certain audience have that nobody else is actually solving... You do not have any competitors. So if you tell people, I am in the telecoms market, I'm in the electricals market, I'm in the legal market, you aren't. And honestly, the more that you say that to people, the more that you are allowing people to commoditize the thing that you do. Now, bear in mind, think about your business right now and think about everything you know about your business and what you've created and what you're even trying to create, depending on where you are in your journey. How much time, how much effort, how much sacrifice, how much investment, how much experience has come from everything that you have been doing. And if you just say, I am in the telecoms market, I am in the personal training market, I am in the fitness niche, like, you're not. You need to think about the person that you're trying to influence and, and let everybody know the result that you can deliver to those people. Obviously, as I've said several, several, several times, and you'll have heard if you listen to any other episodes before, effective marketing is attracting those that you want, but almost more importantly, repelling those that you don't want. The danger of saying we are in the telecoms market, we're in the legal market, we're in the human resources market, whatever market that you're in, is that you're almost trying to be, be you're trying to become one thing to all people. And this is where if you've got a massive, massive standout business in a particular market and you say you are in that market, you are asking your, compet- your, your prospect to decide whether you can compete with that huge, huge, huge organization, which you probably can't on the mass market stuff. But it's only because that's not what you should be doing. And it's probably not the work you want anyway. But it's just framing it in a different way will help people to understand the value that you can potentially add. Okay. So if you are, obviously the price objection thing, if you get price objections in your business, it's only because you've commoditized what you do. So by going along like to that event that this company were at, and they are apparently selling some form of sales training, and they think that I'm a competitor, even though I don't sell sales training, they are commoditizing what they do. 
because they think anybody that does any sort of thing with sales are a competitor to them and is almost like a danger to anybody that they are going to be trying to interact with. So they're setting themselves up in the, in the incorrect way straight away, which is absolutely mental when you think about it as a sales training company because if that's what they're doing themselves, that's what they're going to be training other people to feel like and it's going to just cause problems for them anyway, which makes sense why I can't find them anyway. Um, anyway, thing is, if you, can create a pelling, uh, com- uh, if you can create a compelling offer, create a marketplace of one because you are solving a specific problem for a certain type, a certain demographic, dem- demographic of person, you don't have any competitors, okay? And the good thing is, it'll make you look good to everybody else. Because if somebody says, I'm speaking to this business, and you know a little bit about that business, firstly, you would never sort of downplay how good a business is and never say, please never say, oh, they're rubbish or they're blah, blah, blah. Like, you could think about the thing that they are good at and maybe focus on the thing that they're good at. Oh, do you know what? what? They've got a fantastic solution for 50 to 6 year olds that are planning for early retirement. Absolutely fantastic. But just lay that seed that if they're 20 to 30 and they've got a different type of agenda that they're looking at at the moment it just might lay that seed that you know what oh maybe they are a good company but they might not be the right company for me don't get into the position where you've got to be bad mouthing other people but i just wanted to share a few a few um thoughts because it was a really interesting thing that happened this week and more importantly for you if you feel like you do have competitors in the market that you are in it is only because you have not framed your offer in such a way to help people to see that you are unique you are unique the thing that you've created is unique. If you don't feel like it is at the moment, like I said before, you might not be in the right game, you might not be in the right sector, you might not be doing the thing that you really enjoy, or you are doing the thing that you love to do, there's a certain type of person that you are delivering a result for, and the reason that you are doing what you do is because you are passionate, please, please allow the people that you are trying to influence to see how amazing you are at what you do, and how you are the person that can solve the problems that they have got. You're almost doing them a disservice if you do not share with them that you can help them overcome the problems that they have got, especially if you've set the business up purely to solve that problem. The best way I like to think about this is think about yourself, okay? Talking to yourself. And not because you're going mental, but think about going back, say, let's say 20 years, okay? So wherever you listen to this, or whenever you listen to this, go back 20 years. What was the thing that was coming about 20 years ago? And if you could go back right now to talk to yourself, knowing what you know now, and say, do you know what? You really need to do this thing. So we use the example of Apple at the start. So imagine if you could go back 20 years now and advise yourself to invest in Apple. Would you do it? I'm guessing you would. Okay, now, if you said to yourself, I, uh, I, 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 uh, do you know what? I think you really need to invest in Apple. And then, you know, you're saying, you're 20, 20 years ago, you're saying, ah, I don't really see it. I don't think that, I don't think that sort of smartphone crazy is going to take off. What would you say back to them? Because it wouldn't be, okay, no worries. Surely it'd be, no, no, really, this smartphone thing is absolutely going to take off. You, you need to take some action. 20 years ago, no, 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 I think, uh, no, I don't, I can't really see it. I, I don't think people will really be using phones in, in 20 years. Like, you, You're not just going to take no for an answer. You're going to be absolutely compelled to, you're going to be, like, I really, 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 really need you to take this action right now. You would be convicted in your actions to make sure that they could get the result because you were so sure about it. Now, in sales, and when you're trying to influence people and you're trying to get people to make a decision, if you know who your target audience are and you know the problems that they have got and you've come up with an amazing solution to those problems, what you need to be is absolutely like convicted yourself. Like I am going to solve this problem for you and I'm not going to take no for an answer because 
you need the result and I'm the only person that's got the result. And it is my mission to make sure that I solve that problem for you. Once you're on those terms with your prospects and your clients when you're talking to them, they will see it and they will buy into it. The flip side is, if you just accept that one of your competitors that doesn't even do the same thing as you is going to pick up the work for somebody that has got a problem that only you can solve, you're never going to get any traction. And furthermore, you're not going to have any, the impact on the world with the people that, you are, that you've built your business to try to impact. Okay? So think about it. Think about who your client is, who's the person you want to influence, what have they got going on in their world right now, and what are the things that you can do to help to solve those problems so that they have sort of light at the end of the tunnel. And it could be whatever sector that those people are in or whatever sector you are in that people would, would talk about, but frame it in a way that solves that problem and creates an audience and creates a need and helps everybody to see that you stand out from everybody else. And honestly, you should not have any competitors in the marketplace. Okay. As usual, please share this podcast with anybody that you know that struggles with this type of stuff, especially anybody you know that has got a real passion business. So something that's gone on in their life that has helped them to build the thing that they have built now to stop people from falling into the same trap that they may have fallen into or that they have overcome themselves. So anything to do with like, you know, um, addiction or you know weight loss, health, like anything like that where somebody has really, really struggled in the past, they've managed to overcome it and they've built a process to help other people to overcome it, please share this episode with people like that because they might just need a tiny little bit of, of tweaking to the thing that they're doing right now to enable them to have the impact on the world that they set their business up in order to have. Okay, please rate, like, subscribe to the podcast. I look forward to seeing you on a future show. And always remember, it's not what you sell, it's how you sell it.